type happening, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Happy Monday. Um, life has been wild. I feel like just busy, busy, busy for Jack and I at least. And we're just kind of trying to get through the motions and, and do our thing. But I'm excited to be here with you. If you're new, this is the, wow, I just need the fucking thing on here. Okay. Let's get situated. This is the It's Hard Podcast. My name is Paige Boner. Yes, that's my last name. Yes, it's an intentional play on words. And I've been doing this for three and a half years now. And I focus now on sober and sober curious content. You don't have to be sober to be here. You don't have to be sober curious. You can be a friend of somebody in that space. You can be just interested in it in general. I'm here to help people feel less alone as they're going through that transition or just reimagining their life without alcohol or their relationship with alcohol. So you can be a mindful drinker, whatever floats your boat and suits your fancy. I am sober myself. I have been for almost two years and I love it. Um, but I want to just amplify people's voices when it comes to the sober and sober curious space and just talk more about these conversations. So welcome. Follow me on. Um, I, was, I always want to say follow me on podcast. That's not a thing. Follow me on Instagram at It's Hard Podcast. Follow me on TikTok at It's Hard Podcast. And then make sure that you rate, review, subscribe, like, follow all the things on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, everything. That's what helps this podcast to grow and evolve and reach more people. So today I'm answering a few questions that I got on Instagram. I want to do these every once in a while where you get to ask your questions that you have and I just answer them. And so it's going to be a really simple episode. Um, there's only five questions I'm answering and so it should be quick and easy and I hope that it's helpful in some capacity for you. I want to always preface this with I'm not an expert. I'm not, you know, licensed in any of this. I'm just giving my advice based on my personal experience. And so if you have a different idea of the way things should go or how things should be addressed, I'm always happy to have more conversations or share your side of the story too. And so please reach out to me. I know there's a lot of people who listen who are sober and sober curious. And so you have other thoughts on it, please share them with me. I would love to know more. So everything that I share I think I just burped right into the mic, actually, which is really gross. And I haven't decided if I'm going to cut it out yet or not. (laughs) But everything I share here is completely from my own personal experience. So take that with what you will. Okay, first question is, which one should we do? Participating in holidays built around drinking, St. Patty's Day, NYE, 4th of July, etc. This is really fitting because it was just St. Patrick's Day on Friday. And so um, it's oh, it's so hard, like not to be <laughs> name of the show, but it is really probably one of the most challenging parts of being sober is being around for those types of events that are genuinely centered around drinking. So I think I talked a little bit about this with like New Year's Eve, but St. Patrick's Day is literally just you go and drink green beer. Like that's the purpose of the holiday. So I, for my personal experience, what I do is I just base things off of how I'm feeling. So on Friday, I wasn't like incredibly excited about going out. Um, All of our friends were going out and it wasn't until I, I started to realize it was a good amount of people and a couple of my friends don't drink a ton. And so I thought, well, we'll have fun. We'll just chat. And once I got enough energy in me, I was like, okay, I can do this. I can go out and, and have fun. And we stayed out 
pretty late for, for me. So it ended up working out really well, but I usually just try to get NA options. We went to this place and on the menu, all their NA options were fucking like lemonade, Diet Coke, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, ugh, so annoying. I just like rolled my eyes. Um, and then Jack asked if they had any NA beers and they actually did. They just weren't on the menu. So that's also really helpful when your friends and the people that you love really advocate for you. I think I've talked about my other friend, Allie, before. She always like asks them if they can do drinks a certain way, like because sometimes I feel like a burden all the time trying to get people to change things or, you know, asking for these things. Thanks, Leo, for that. Um, I don't feel like I'm worthy of it for some reason, which is my own shit, but I feel this need to kind of hide it. And so my friends and family can be really great advocates for me of, hey, do you have any options? What are your NA beers? The questions that sometimes I'm too afraid to ask, which is stupid that I'm afraid to ask them, but that's just how I feel. So they had a, they said they had an NA IPA and then she came back. She's like, actually, we're out of it. I was like, oh, great. And so I ended up drinking a Budweiser Zero. And one of my friends, she's doing 75 hard. And so when she got there, I was like, they got Budweiser Zero. And so she was drinking them with me. But it is really you know, challenging just in in general, if people are pretty drunk, luckily, again, most of my friends weren't super drunk, so it was not a big deal. Um, But I would say in these situations, like if you're sober, or if you're a friend of someone sober, just really like give people grace, you know, if you're a friend of someone who's sober on these holidays, like don't bully them into hanging out with you, like let them just be if they don't want to go out, they don't want to go out. It's hard to be involved in something that's super centered around alcohol. And so just have grace for people in that space. And then for yourself, like have grace for yourself that if you don't feel like going out, you don't have to. And like you're not missing out on anything super important or, you know, it's not going to change your life if you're not out on St. Patrick's Day because you're just going to be around a bunch of drunk people anyway. So is that really what you want to do with your Friday night? You decide. But it's hard. I think that's probably one of the most challenging parts about it again and being in your 20s, being young and feeling that sense of like FOMO and that you're not cool and that you're not exciting. And you just have to remember that, you know, what's worth it and weigh those those thought patterns and thought processes and make things fun for yourself and have any options um, or go to a place that does have any options and yeah, live your life. On that similar note, you know, tips for a sober friend who's going to a bachelor or bachelorette party. I think we've talked about this in the past on the episode on the show before, but um, if you're a friend of somebody and you're sober, but you're a friend of the bride, just bring your own options, bring any options. Don't expect them to provide them for you. Um, also, just even just have a conversation with the bride ahead of time, like, hey, just so you know, there might be some nights where I go to bed early. Like, I don't want you to take it personally. It's just, you know, being sober, which if it's a really good friend of yours, they probably already know that about you. And so you probably don't even need to have that conversation, but um, do what's best for you. I sometimes would recommend too, like if it's a longer bachelorette party and maybe if it's like in a place that you are going to be drinking a lot and you know that from the itinerary, like, could you come a day late or leave a day early? Try to just like take care of yourself in that sense, because you just have to weigh the fact that like, is it fun for everyone else? And is it fun for you? Um, and not make it a big deal or anything, but just, you know, say I'm going to come from Thursday and leave Saturday. Um, and that's just how it's going to work out. So do things that work for you. And I think that if you have conversations with people, especially if they are doing a pretty heavily drinking forward bachelorette, they should be pretty understanding of the fact that, you know, that wouldn't be 
you know, your, your top choice, but it's someone's bachelorette. So I get that you have to be there, um, and be present. So yeah, be ready to be present and happy and all the good things when you are, and then also take that time for yourself as well. I'm going to get to some of the juicy ones here in a second, but one, I have a question that says, do you have any sober friends? Um, they also said you're an incredible inspiration and role model and they appreciate my presence, which is very nice. Thank you so much. It means a lot, a lot to me. Um, and I like this question because I do get asked this a lot. I don't have any fully sober friends. Um, I've had more friends who actively choose not to drink than normal. And that's been really cool to see. And so I usually every time we go out, I'm pretty much not the only one not drinking. Um, I just have like friends who don't drink very much or friends who just choose not to drink some nights. And so they're ordering non-alcoholic options with me or whatever. So I don't have any friends who are actively sober in Utah. I should, I should really rephrase this because I do have friends in the sober community. I just am thinking of the friends I'm around all the time right now or even like my closest 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 friends and none of them are sober but like I have of course Alex Honor and Chelsea Larson and all these people who I've gotten to know through sobriety really well and so those people are really great people to turn to in moments of like despair and stress and just being friends with them is so nice because we get each other in a lot of ways but I don't have any friends that I'm surrounded by on a consistent basis who are sober so most of the people that I'm friends with who are sober I've met through like community and so that's super helpful if you are somebody who's like sober curious um, just meeting people through the community can be incredibly helpful to continue that and also yeah just meet people because I think if I didn't have anyone I knew that was sober it would be really 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 hard but I also surround like my Instagram with all sober curious and sober content and try to really like put that forth and forward in my mind so I'm not always looking at people getting wasted and think thinking that I'm not cool enough or something so I don't I should have phrase that differently that like here in Utah none of my friends are sober actively but they're the ones that are like kind of dabbling in the space but then and then like my you know best friends from college and things like that they aren't sober but like I do have people who in my life are sober okay these last two questions are are really good <laughs> okay the first one is what to say to a friend who says they miss you Wait, what to say to a friend who says they miss when you used to drink? So how I'm reading this question is the the individual, she's sober or they're sober and their friend told them that they missed when they used to drink. So I did a TikTok about this because it, or something, Instagram, I don't even know what the fuck is the difference, but um. Because I think this is a thing. I haven't fully experienced it myself. I'm sure there's people that think that. Um, but I've never had someone outright tell me I miss when you used to drink or like get drunk with us. I have My friends are pretty respectful about that. And I, I think people probably feel that way, which is totally understandable in the sense that like if people are drinking, they probably prefer to be around someone who's also drinking. Um, just like, you know, if I could choose, I'd rather be around sober people. But that's, you know, aside, not really aside from the point, but, um, 
that's probably where it's coming from is just the sense that that person is drinking or drinks, you know, frequently. And so they miss, you know, that that kind of bonding time, if you will. They might see it as bonding time, which it isn't really bonding time, but they miss that time spent where you were doing the same activity and now you're doing very different things. So I can see where it's potentially coming from, but saying it to somebody is likely not the best choice just because like, what are they supposed to say back? You know, like think of your end goal. Like when you say something like that, what's your end goal and is it helpful or hurtful? And that's what my mom always used to tell me, like when you say things like, is it helpful or is it hurtful? And that to me seems more hurtful than helpful. And so I'm sorry that someone said that to you or especially a friend. That's really, really, really hard. I actually had my friend respond to this saying what they would say. And I because at first I was like, God damn, that's hard. Like I I don't know what I would say. I mean, I likely would just be like roll my eyes and be like fuck off or something like that because I'm a bitch. But um, <laughs> I'm not a bitch, but I can be a brat sometimes. But I do think that it would upset me pretty. And that, that message upset me at first because I was like, God, that sucks that someone had that said to them. So my friend said, yeah, but I don't miss me when I used to drink. And a true friend will want and respect you at your happiest. So like saying back to them just pretty quickly, like, yeah, but I don't miss when I used to drink. And I think it is true to say that like your truest friends will respect you when you're at your happiest and your most well-being. And a lot of times comments like that are really just coming from a place of it's more about them than it is about you. They are drinking and maybe they're insecure about it, which is it's again, drinking is it's okay. Like it's okay if people drink. I'm not here to say like everyone should be sober. I just think that some people are insecure about their choices to drink. And so in this situation, that person might be insecure about that. And so they're taking it out by, you know, making those comments, which is more hurtful than it is helpful. So just respond. Yeah, but I don't miss me when I used to drink. And that's exactly what my TikTok said too, is like, I like me better sober and I like me better like this. And if, you know, that's not enough for you, then, you know, we can have other conversations. So I'm sorry that that was said to you. It's such a bummer because it really is a beautiful thing, you know, if you choose sobriety and it's a really hard thing and you need a support system more than anything. And so when your friends aren't incredibly supportive of it or make comments like that, it can be really hard to keep going. Okay, last question. Is it inappropriate to ask someone if they'll ever drink again? This one is so hard too. I want to say yes, because like I've been asked it many times, but haven't felt necessarily like offended by it. So like, but here's the thing is I would just ask like, why do you, why do you ask that question? Like what, what is the purpose behind it? Right? So Sometimes I feel like people are just like nosy. They just want to know things and they don't really know what to say or they're just trying to like strike up a conversation. So they're just like, oh, well, like, do you think you'll ever drink again? And it's a really hard question to ask. And sometimes I think it depends on the situation. If you're like a really close friend and you're just 
thinking while we're having a conversation, we're talking maybe deeply about sobriety and all these things. I feel like it's really appropriate. And I like the question in that sense of like, yeah, I mean, that's something I've thought about a lot is like, I don't know if this is a forever thing. And I don't believe in like putting a label on something forever and just putting myself into this box. But right now I really like how it is and I like the thought of it. But if it feels like it's coming from a place of like, well, do you think you're ever going to drink again? Like kind of trying to just like get information from it or um, I don't know if it feels like it has negative intent, then I feel more uncomfortable with it. So just checking like where is that coming from and why do you feel the need to know that? What is the intention behind the question? And if it feels like the, the intentions are fairly pure behind it, then I don't think it's a bad question by any means. I think it's just dependent on why you're asking that question. So most of the time people are kind of just nosy and just want to know like more information. So be wary of that. But I don't know if it's necessarily inappropriate. I just don't think it's the best question that you can ask somebody who's sober. Try, oh, how do you like that? Or what's that like for you? Or how long have you been sober and what's that experience like? I mean, there's just other things that you can ask someone that doesn't feel so judgy, I guess. Because we're always feeling judged, you know? It's kind of like a consistent thing of, oh, I don't drink. And then people are like, oh, nice. Good for you. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, that wasn't what I needed from that. But so maybe try to avoid that question at all costs. But that's it. That's all I got for you guys. Um, I hope you're having a wonderful day and I hope that this helped in some capacity. Please send me a message. Let me know um, how things are resonating with you and what you want to hear on the podcast. I'm going to keep doing these kind of ask me anything things. So please participate when I post these on my story and follow It's Hard on Podcast. That's there it is again. Follow It's Hard on Podcast. Follow It's Hard on Instagram, TikTok, all the things. And we will see you next.